0: Hello. I see that you're laughing. I think it's a nervous laughter, is what you're laughing about. This is our very, very first attempt at a podcast. It might be our last attempt at a podcast. My name is Andre.
1: I'm Jacqueline.
0: Oh, it's a very smooth jazz radio voice. (laughs) Um, And we are, uh, this is our podcast. Uh, It's called White Chocolate Mocha. Um, For obvious reasons, she's the white chocolate and I'm the mocha.
1: (laughs) He originally wanted... J and Dre, and I just wasn't feeling it.
0: I mean, I it, it, the, the the rhyming, but I like yeah. the rhyming was really good.
1: I just don't feel like a J. Well, more like a Jack.
0: More of like, Yeah, you're more of a Jack. You're more of a than Jack.
1: Than
0: a J. More of a Jack than a J. But yeah, we're really excited. I mean, this is uh, this is something that we've been talking about for a little bit, I guess.
1: For quite a while now. For quite a
0: while, yeah. And I, I think that we have some stuff to share. We're, uh, you know, a young, well, I, I wouldn't say young anymore. We're not really a young we couple. Yeah, I don't feel young. I'm 31 now. I just turned 31 not too long ago, and you're
1: 29. You're
0: 29. <laughs> you're going to be 30. So we're both 30. We're both we're both millennials, but we're like you know uh, we're the elder millennials, as they as they say.
1: When does it go to like 30? I think I
0: think if you I can look it up, but I think if you were born, I think it's like yeah, if you were born in 1984, up until I don't know, probably. Mid nineties, probably mid nineties. If not later, maybe even early two thousands would be what a millennial is.
1: So then we're in like the middle of it. We're not yeah. towards the end. Yeah,
0: still feel old.
1: Mid millennial.
0: <laughs> I still feel old. I feel myself getting uh, You're young at heart. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the the weather's getting uh, a little bit cooler. We're getting into the into the winter season now.
1: My favorite time of year. It is your
0: favorite time of year. You know, actually, you know what? Christmas is coming up. This is actually probably a good time to talk about this now that I think about it. We have had this debate for a very long time. And I think you might know where I'm going with this. We have for the last, how long have we lived together for Four years now? Four years we've lived together. And we lived down here in downtown Toronto. And we've lived in condos the entire time. We lived in a condo and we moved to another condo across the street. Or
1: well, Maybe it's been longer than four years.
0: Well, what I do know is that every year around this time, you say we have to get a real Christmas tree. Otherwise, it's not really Christmas. And I, you know, growing up, have always had artificial trees. And I just find them a lot easier. But you say an artificial tree is not really It doesn't feel like Christmas. It
1: does not feel like Christmas. It doesn't smell like Christmas.
0: So is that the thing? Is it the smell?
1: Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think growing up, it was the tree. I think it's, it was tradition. And if my parents are listening to this one day, they know, they know the, the tradition that we always go through every year. My dad goes out to get the Christmas tree. And then when we were younger, my brother and I would come with him. We come back with the Christmas tree. We start putting it up. And then it's always an argument between (laughs) my mom and my dad. Um, I love how the
0: argument is part of tradition. That's like, that seems like every tradition in my household growing up. There's always an argument as part of it.
1: That (laughs) is, it's totally part of it. And it's always the tree is too fat, it's too skinny, it's too tall, it's too short. There's never a perfect Christmas tree, but that's just part of the tradition.
0: I think that is part of the tradition. I think that, yeah, not having the perfect Christmas tree is a good... It's, a, it's a kind of like, you remember the, did you ever watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special? You know, he had the tree that barely had any uh, things, yeah. pot things yes. on it.
1: It was kind of like I know, that. know that one?
0: But you're right. You know what? That's, that's actually a very interesting point because you never remember. I mean, I grew up having, my tradition was an artificial tree from God, wherever, you know, Canadian Tire or whatever. But you're right. I guess you don't really remember the tree itself most times i mean we remember one particular tree that we'll we'll get to in a second but you don't remember the tree itself you remember the the arguing and the and the and the whole thing with your family right
1: yeah well and then the tree smells like pine and then you get the decorations and it just has that christmas smell from the year before see see that's
0: the thing too you it's you christmas smell you associate that with being a christmas smell it was my first time experiencing that smell when we moved in together like that to me was just tree. Like it was not Christmas that I was smelling. The one thing I realized very quickly about um, trees, real trees, is that the pine needles get everywhere. I didn't even think about the fact that you have to water them too. That's not even something that I considered. Yep. But um, do you remember the first tree that we got?
1: I certainly do.
0: <laughs> so we live in a condo that was what? It was like, how many square feet was it? Like 600?
1: 600 square feet. Yes. 600
0: square feet apartment. Like that for a Christmas tree, like you should really be getting like a four foot tree. Realistically, with the space that we had, you needed something small, probably something that goes on a table. And we were late to the game when we went to go pick out a real tree. Down, like, there's, the, I mean, the old, there's not like you can go to like a tree yard down here. You got to go to no, a grocery, a grocery store, store or something. And like I that.
1: had found a grocery store that had the perfect sized trees. They were super cute, like super condo sized. And so it was. A blizzardy evening when we decided to go pick out our tree, and we walked about 10 minutes. I'd say, yeah, I'd say 10 at least, 15 yeah. minutes to the grocery store to buy it. And we get there, and there's none left. Nope. Zero. Not one. And I really wanted this Christmas tree.
0: What month was this? Was this November or was this December at this no, point? No,
1: it would have been December because yeah. getting you can't get a real Christmas tree in November because it'll right. die. Right. No, right, right. So right, it right. was. It must have been December. And I guess if they were sold out, we must have, like you said, been pretty late to the game. So it must have been like mid-December by this point. So I was like, we have to get it now.
0: Right. We had to get it that night because so we went and we the the tree wasn't there at the place that you would saw the perfect tree, so our only other option was to walk in the blizzard
1: in the opposite direction
0: <laughs> to the next closest grocery store, which wasn't that close. And we walked to that grocery store, and the only trees that they had were eight feet tall, <laughs> yep. and we were. We're honest to God, we were pretty far away from the condo at that point. Like that was what, like a 20 minute walk, 15, 20 minute walk from the condo, I would say.
1: Yeah. So from the one grocery store back home. Right. Was about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then the other grocery store, the condo to the other grocery store in the opposite direction was probably another 15 minutes.
0: Yeah. So you're all in about 25 minutes now in this blizzard. And now at this point we don't have a car. So. And, you know, we're not trying to call an Uber because you can't fit an eight foot tree in an Uber. So we're carrying this eight foot tree, (laughs) this eight foot Christmas tree in a blizzard from the grocery store back to the condo, which, by the way, doesn't allow Christmas trees. Because of a fire hazard. So now we have to sneak an eight foot Christmas tree into our condo in what the blizzard. One
1: York, did we sneak it through like one York?
0: We I snuck think. it through. Yeah. So we snuck it through um, the public access so that concierge wouldn't see it. And then we went, <laughs> we went up the elevator. It barely fit in the elevator too, as far as I remember. We had to angle yeah. it, right? I'm pretty sure there so. were a bunch of pine needles around there. We, did, did we, even, we didn't even have a – oh, and then we had the –
1: Oh, there was a whole ordeal. With, with the tree stand. Tree stand. Yeah,
0: long story short, we had a tree stand that and was for go, a like, six-foot tree or a four-foot tree or whatever.
1: Turn and, it, and then it was a whole thing. I yeah. had to go back like three times. Yeah,
0: because you need an eight-foot tree stand for an eight-foot tree. Otherwise, it won't stand yeah. on its own. Which is pretty crazy, but uh, the
1: tree ended up being beautiful. It ended okay. up
0: being beautiful, and then it ended up being beautiful uh, again in June when it was all uh, brown and nasty on our balcony, and uh, we decided we would finally throw it out like a body, like a human, like a dead body in a dumpster. Yep, I
1: remember so, that?
0: Yeah, we made it. We made it through, though. We made it through that. We
1: did. And so. uh,
0: you know, that was our first year living together, and now we're in what year?
1: Four or five. Four or five.
0: Yeah. So we've been together six years now at this point. Yeah. And the cool thing about being together, you know, for this long now is that you go through a whole bunch of milestones and we had a very, very cool milestone a few weeks ago. We
1: did.
0: What was it? I'm engaged. We are you're, engaged. <laughs> you're see this is the issue. This is why I don't want to be engaged anymore. You, you constantly we are engaged. constantly I'm Money? I'm engaged. I'm engaged. We're I can't remember my my wedding. My wedding. It's uh-huh. us. <laughs> it's our relationship
1: happen to get engaged on your birthday. We did happen
0: to get engaged on my birthday. Which you didn't
1: plan. Which
0: I didn't plan. It's uh it's not planning at all. So our topic today, actually, since this just happened recently, we want to talk about engagements and we want to talk about our engagement. And uh and then we'll we'll dig into some other engagement things, uh some other interesting facts, facts that I've I've Stats. delved up and kind of want to get your take on. But yeah, I wasn't planning on, engage- on getting engaged on my birthday. Because in my mind, that's, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the spotlight on a day that's supposed to be us, right? Like that was, yes. that was not the plan for me at all. The plan for me, actually, was to get engaged the day before my birthday, which I don't know if it was any, any better or not. But that's just the way that it worked out. And you know me, like if, if anybody knows me, you know I like to kind of go above and beyond with the things that I do, sometimes a little, a little too much. Sure do. Yeah. So, I mean, do you want to take it away? Tell, tell them how the day started on, on, on the 17th of October, which is my birthday?
1: Sure. I mean, I think we'll have slightly different perspectives. Absolutely. But I can give my side. Sure. Go for it. So it was 630 in the morning. <laughs>
0: Red flag number one. That, that's the first fail. It Sunday was 630 morning, in
1: the morning. And he turns over. I, I just kind of Stirred, so I was somewhat up, and she said, "Oh, you're up, honey. Okay, good. So we have somewhere where we have to be at nine a.m. this morning, and I, I'm not going to tell you what we're doing, <laughs> but you'll be mad at me if I don't tell you to at least dress nicely. It's kind of that's how you said it, right?
0: Yeah, it was pretty fishy from off from the jump. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like,
1: okay. So in my brain, I'm like, he had been dropping these like w- weird questions on me too over the the week or two before saying things like, so first you were like, how long does it take you to get ready for an event <laughs> out of just, just randomly one evening? This is like maybe a week or two before the date that it happened. And I said, oh, okay. Sure, I'll answer the question, but I thought that was a little random and fishy. You were also that week very, very adamant that I get all my schoolwork done. I'm a teacher, by the way. I guess we didn't fully introduce ourselves and what our jobs are, but um, I am currently a grade 2-3 teacher teaching virtual students or in a virtual classroom, not virtual students. Anyways, so he was very adamant that I get my, my, all my schoolwork done for that weekend because of his birthday. And so I was like, okay, sure. I didn't realize that your 31st birthday was so special. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I was like, okay, I'll try and get it all done so that I don't have to worry about it that weekend. Um, You were also trying to get Me to get my nails done for your birthday.
0: Uh, And the reason I did that was because I knew that if I didn't at least make the attempt to tell you to get your nails done and your nails for some reason were not done, that I'd be hearing that probably for the rest of my life. Because I know the first thing that you're going to want to do is take a picture of the ring and better make for damn sure that your nails look on point for that picture.
1: Right, so I appreciate, I appreciate the effort.
0: But yeah, I was, I was definitely asking very suspicious, all sorts of suspicious questions. And in my week.
1: head, I'm like, okay, something, I had my suspicions that something was going to happen, but I wasn't sure when it was going to happen. Exactly, yeah. So he wakes me up at 6.30, we have somewhere to be, um, dressed nicely. And in my head, I'm like, okay, oh my goodness, I think this might be the day. I think this is it, but I'm not going to get too excited. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to pretend like nothing's happening, nothing strange is going on, nothing out of the ordinary is going on, and just go with it, get ready. And out the door we went.
0: Can you can you just explain? Do you remember what I, I wore that day? <laughs> Every day, I, I'll tell you one thing, there, there, this again, and this is just another fail on my part. Uh, I was dressed up nicely, which I mean, that's, you know, I told her to get dressed nicely like that. That makes sense that I'm dressed nicely, but I never wear a fanny pack. I almost never wear a fanny pack ever. And I had this <laughs> stupid fanny pack with the ring box in it because the ring box was too big to fit in my pants pocket. And I'm walking around with this Fanny pack,
1: not even wearing it. Not even wearing just it. Having it, in just your...
0: have it in my hand. Look <laughs> like, I knew, and you kn- I knew. You knew that it was in there, like hundred percent. Like we, we, it was weird because I, even I, I, it came to a point where I knew and you knew and we both knew, but we were just playing it off like we didn't yep. <laughs> the whole day. Yeah. But anyways, go on.
1: Okay, so he asked me to put the address into the GPS. And so I do that. We're off. And I'm like, this is, we're going to Buttonville. And he tried to convince me that we weren't.
0: Buttonville's an airport, by the way, kind of north of where we are.
1: So I was like, okay, this is something big. We're we're doing something in the air. That's for sure. (laughs) So I was like, okay. And this whole time, you have to keep in mind that this entire day, up until he actually got down on one knee, I was... Telling myself, this is it, this is it. But then I kept having to talk myself down in the case that it wasn't a proposal. And then I would have just been disappointed with the (laughs) (laughs) day. No, I wouldn't have been disappointed. It would have been a lovely day regardless. But I just kept talking myself down all day in my head. So we get to Buttonville. And he's still not telling me what we're doing. We check in. And then we finally, we're in the the lounge, and then he finally tells us, or tells me, that we're going to be flying in a private plane, just a two-seater, and we're going to fly past Toronto, we're going to fly around Niagara Falls, and then we're going to land in Niagara-on-the-Lake. And then, from there, a car will pick us up, and we'll go on two wine tours, and then fly back
0: yeah exactly no that that, that, was, that was it and like it's on it, it like now that you tell the story again i keep thinking like i'm trying to put myself in your shoes and think about like what must have been going through your head especially if you were already thinking like this is gonna happen like how painfully obvious is all That's of this I you have a Fanny pack. And I had this stupid fanny pack that I swear to God, you could see the protruding edges of the ring box coming through it. I swear. Like it well, looked and then, very do bad. Do you
1: remember there was a one point where I was so worried. <laughs>
0: I do remember because we took a picture. We asked the pilot to take a picture of us in front of the, the private plane before we, we took landed. off. No, it was when we landed. Oh, when we landed. Yeah. 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 And then uh, uh, she thought I had accidentally left my fanny pack on the ground. Um, and then I forgot to bring it with me back when we, when we ended up continuing on the tour. And at that moment I knew for sure that you knew, cause I'm like, why do you <laughs> care about my fanny pack? I was literally
1: going to have a panic attack. Yeah. But
0: anyways, we, 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 we get to the airport, we get into the private plane. Um, and this is, this is the second thing I get very motion sickness. Like I get very sick on roller coasters and that type of thing. And honest to God, from the second we took off in that plane, I thought it was over for me, man. Oh, I was so worried for you the whole time. I was so nauseous yeah. that entire plane ride.
1: You didn't get sick, luckily, but you no, were very
0: close. I was very close to it. I was. It was very turbulent and that plane was like, it was nice that it was private and it was just to us, but man, did it feel, it felt not good. It did not feel good at all.
1: Great way to start the morning. Yeah, I
0: know. I know. I, the whole time I'm thinking like, oh my God, this is... This is not good. This is not good. Because I had originally, like what my plan was, was to propose to you on the way back to Toronto in, in, in front of the plane. And the pilot said that he would take a video of the whole thing. Um, but at that point in the air, I had already made the decision that I am not flying back. We are going to drive back to Toronto. This is, this is not happening. This is not happening at all.
1: So we land. We get to the wine the winery. Um, oh, and keep in mind, too, because he didn't tell me what we were doing, I didn't eat anything. I'd only had coffee. He said there might be food where we're going. That's it. So I hadn't had a morsel of food that morning, just coffee. So we start off the morning. What We get there, what, around
0: 10, 11? I, I would say so. Yeah, I would say about that.
1: And the first thing we do is the first... Wine tasting, <laughs> which,
0: by the way, I don't drink. So anything that was going to be, you know, any wine that was coming my way was going your way on an empty stomach.
1: Well, no, because you got. Remember, you got the. Um, oh the, right, the right, right. Yes, got I got juice.
0: I sampled juice on the first. Uh, they wine looked tour. lovely. <laughs> they looked lovely.
1: Um. So yeah. So I, I sampled a few. Um, on no food. So I was starting to feel it like a little bit. Yeah. I definitely was feeling like a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, the next place that we went, Gretzky's, Yeah, we'll get some food.
0: Yeah. It's at this point that I'm like, you know, my plan of proposing to you in front of the plane, we had already organized. Like I, I had told the person who had helped me, you know, book this whole thing that, I'm not flying back. Like if I fly back, I'm going to get sick and this is going to be disastrous because this is supposed to be a a special day. The last thing I want to do is be puking on a plane in the air. So I said, um, you know, we'd already arranged to drive back. So now that my plan of proposing in front of the plane was kiboshed, I'm now here stressing in the middle of this day of where am I going to ask, where am I going to pop the question?
1: And so when we walked from so the two wineries, they're like attached basically. Like they're next door to each other. So as we were walking from the one to the other, he takes a look at the <laughs> vineyard and what did you say? I, I don't remember. I forget what you said, but I knew in that moment when you said something, I'm like you're definitely proposing. I
0: think to I me. said like we should go take pictures, pictures. here after. Yeah, after. yeah, I think that's what I said. But really, uh, I mean, the obvious is I wanted to take you back there yeah. to uh, to ask you something.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we get to the next one. And again, I'm just like keeping keeping cool. I didn't want to ruin it for him either. So I was playing everything out. But
0: I, but I knew that you knew. And I knew that you knew that I knew. And like it was this whole thing of like just pretending that we didn't know. This whole adult politeness tiptoeing dramatic irony <laughs> bullshit that we're doing. And it's just like, well,
1: and then too, like, I was like, I don't have any food in my stomach. I want to remember this moment and not be wasted for it so, too. See,
0: that's the thing too. That's the one reason that I thought you might not know is because you were progressively getting very, you know, I was tipsy. tipsy.
1: I was definitely tipsy. Yeah. You
0: were definitely a little bit under the influence. And then later like, I'm like, is she going to be able to stand <laughs> when I, when I, when I ask her this? Like, I don't, I don't know.
1: I think at one point I was just like, you know what? I just need to enjoy it. Drink the alcohol. I'm like, we have food now. We ordered food. So it's like I was hoping that the food would soak everything up. (laughs) But I definitely wasn't sober when you proposed to me. Yeah. Let's just say
0: that. So what had happened at that point was that our – I think – so we're getting toward the end of that second wine tasting. And our car is gonna come pick us up in like what like half an hour half an hour. And you're just there you know da da, you're getting you know drinking your wine or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, we gotta pay this.
1: No, but because I there was a point where I did notice the time and I was because I was thinking that well, it you,
0: didn't seem like that in the moment. like it definitely no, no, seemed like when, when you we had did to not,
1: when, when the server um, went to go figure out the. The food and everything, the bill, and she left for a while. Do you remember? And then she came back. Yeah. That's when I looked at my my watch and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, we and need I'm, to get going. And at
0: this point, I'm still keeping up the whole charade, the whole shtick. I'm yeah. like, we got to oh If we want to get some good pictures, we buy, we got to go now to the back of the vineyard and, and get these photos. And you know, our car is going to come, so we got you know, we got to get ready. Blah 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 blah. Tried to rush us out of there, and we ended up rushing out of there. And then uh and then I took you to the back of the vineyard, which I had originally saw when we were making the transition from one wine to to the next. And um do you remember what I said was you know when I when I started taking you in there?
1: Yes. That's the only <laughs> part of it that
0: that's was the only that. yeah. I turned to you and I said I think I know. I think you know what what I've been up to, or something like yeah. that. I think yeah. I think you're on to me. That's what I said. Yeah, I think I said, you're onto I, said, me. I said I think you're on to me, and then at that moment, you just started bawling. You're like, yes, I think I'm on to you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in that moment, two things happened. Number one, I completely lost you. You were just not a non functioning human at that point. Yeah. And number two, I realized I had been planning this day for a while. I had been thinking about everything for a long time. and I had been thinking about like everything that whole day and I was really stressed out about making sure this worked. And it was in that exact moment I realized I never thought once during this entire process about what exactly I was going to say. I had no idea. I was like, Oh shoot, wait a minute. I, I have no clue. And so what I did in that moment was I was like, all right, Dre, you got to just speak from the heart. So I <laughs> delivered one of the most in my Humble opinion, and I'm going to be a little bit biased, but in my opinion, I think I delivered one of the greatest love speeches I have that anyone has ever delivered ever. Like it was so articulate, it was so eloquent, it was so loving and beautiful. And it ended with me saying your name and asking you if you would marry me. And do you remember what your response was? I'm down on one knee at this point. Do you remember what your response was? I cried. You cried and didn't say anything. <laughs> you literally <laughs> did not say anything. It was just tears and just
1: <laughs> still to this day he will not repeat his speech to me because I can't I do recreate not that. Remember a word. I could of not. It.
0: Even if I tried, I could not recreate. The magic that those words had. So it, you didn't even say yes to me. And in that moment, I then I was like, ah, uh, is the answer yes or is it Well, one? if I'm
1: bawling, <laughs> I think you can assume.
0: So I got up off of one knee. I had to like take your hand like you were a mannequin or something and then just shove the ring on your finger. and And that was
1: that. <clears throat> and then it was in that moment that I looked at the ring. And I think my heart just broke into a million little pieces because it was the most perfect ring oh i'm glad it was the most perfect moment i I couldn't have asked for a a better experience
0: honestly you know despite i think that's what makes the that that proposal particularly good because i think you know what if if for both of us if had if it had gone without a hitch and if it had gone like you know perfectly well like you wouldn't have a story to tell. It wouldn't wouldn't be memorable. But, you know, between getting nauseous and you getting hammered and uh, you not saying anything. And And I
1: think that I honestly, like looking back at it, I'm almost glad that you didn't propose in front of the plane. I think the vineyard is like way more private. That was the other thing that we talked about that we really liked about that moment is that it was just the two of us and it was really private and it was just really beautiful.
0: Yeah, it was it was a it was a great moment. And I'm kind of glad that it went that way too cuz I, yeah. you know, prior to that like obviously I had a lot of thoughts about, you know, what kind of proposal that I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to propose to you. I knew that it was going to happen at some point. And now it just just felt like the right time. And I just, you know, I was racking my brain before I came up with this idea of, you know, what it is that I wanted to do to propose to you. And a lot of those ideas were um, you know, not a lot of them, but a few of them were public proposal ideas. And I know everybody's seen, you know, videos and stuff of, you know, public proposals gone wrong, right? You know, yeah. a lot of, you know, the, you know, women saying no, and that's pretty, you know, that's a pretty public rejection. Awkward. Awkward. It's definitely awkward. But you know what? I, I That was never a fear for me. I knew that you wouldn't say no. Yeah. I thought you would at least say yes,
1: but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think that you would say Instead,
1: no. Instead, I was bawling and I had, um... Bubbles coming out you, of my nose. You
0: had, that, you know what, man? It's not in that, bubbles. In that moment, I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not the, what I signed up for. It was the
1: ugly cry. It was,
0: yeah. It's not even like it was like a beautiful cry. I think you're very beautiful. I think oh, you're one thank of the. You. I think you're the most beautiful person on this planet. Oh.
1: Oh, that's so sweet but in that
0: moment you were ugly man that was <laughs> that was a very very ugly cry and then the snot there was Literally, i swear to god there, there was, was a snot literal bubble. snot bubble like jacqueline is not a pretty crier that is that is for sure <laughs> but uh yeah and then and i tease you about this too remember the first per- so we're getting so everything's done we had facetimed her family Facetime my family to let them know who they already knew that this was going down um but we're walking down toward the car now. At this point, and you know the the driver obviously has been given different instructions. That he now has to drive us back to the airport because we're not going to the airport in, Tur- in Toronto to get to our car because we're not taking the plane back. So he's just you know. So I'm going to talk to him to to figure everything out. And do you remember what you did? The first you didn't even give this guy a chance to ask us questions to figure out what his job was that day. You just get, guess what? I'm engaged. <laughs> I swear to god those are the first words I heard from you that were that were that were that were audible after the whole engagement thing. But understandably it was it was very exciting. It was a really um
1: And you know, like cool experience. like we said too when we talked about it afterwards you had had so many weeks to process this. I like did. you started I this did. process like what a month and a half like 6 yeah. weeks. Yeah. Well that's maybe. when I went to go Get the look ring. for the ring. Look for the ring. Yeah. 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 So you had, had all that time to process I it. I did. And even though I knew what was happening, I think it's still so different when it's actually happening. Cuz it's the moment that you, I think every girl dreams
0: of. It is. And that's that's why I wanted it to be special. Like that that, that was my whole nice. thing is that I want uh, the moment to be special, I want the ring to be, you know, it's it's something that you're going to be looking at or wearing hopefully every day for the rest of your life of course it is. <laughs> every day for the rest of your life so that was a whole thing so I, i'm i, I kind of you know i started the ring i mean it, it's interesting because i started seriously looking for a ring maybe about a you know i really like i a like, month and a half like when i actually it went was into the, the labor jeweler. day labor day weekend yeah the labor day long weekend and then yeah. we got engaged on the 17th of october So So, yeah, uh, a a month and
1: a half, but a
0: month and a half. So that was my first time actually going into a store and really, really, really looking for, um, you know, really looking at rings that way. But I had been I, I had been taking subtle hints from you about, you know, what it is that you liked. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and
1: continuing to deny and deny and deny that we would never get engaged. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did. Uh, denied to the very And uh, I'm not into marriage. I'm not into any of that stuff. Nope, nope, not at all. Um, it's it's interesting. So I, I'm looking at a stat here right now that says the average time spent looking for a ring for the average, um, the average person is uh, three and a half months. And what's more interesting than that is 40% of couples choose their ring together mm-hmm. which to me is you know i i i, I was not into that idea not at, all. at all no i didn't i for me like one of the biggest things is you know i like surprises and i like surprising you you
1: love surprises i do
0: and i'm like if you like like it's it's obviously like you knew that one day i would propose to you yeah. and i knew that i would do it you just didn't know when Um, and like, I feel like if, you know, we go ring shopping together, which is not wrong if you do that, if that's something that you, you've done, like, you know, that's, that's perfectly fine if that works for your relationship. But for us, for me, um, you know, that kind of ruins that element of it.
1: Surprise factor. Yeah. So wait, let's go back to that first stat. So three and a half months.
0: Looking for a ring. Looking for a ring. So that's,
1: is that like going into stores? Looking, I, I, you know what? I would or imagine so. Like I would imagine research.
0: so. Which, if if that's well, I, I'm assuming that looking means research as well. Which, if that's the case, then I guess I, I was looking, you know, with quotes or because I was researching and looking at things for quite some time before that Labor Day weekend as well. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, but you only took one day, technically. Yes. Yes. To get the ring. It was a very
0: long day. <laughs> it was a very long day. I was in the. I was in the jeweler's for. Like several hours. Four hours. Yeah, it was, it's, yeah, it was, I would say at least four hours. And I had a little half time outside where I was, you know, texting my my family their, their ideas. But because I knew what you had wanted, and well, I mean, I didn't know what you had wanted, like really, really, but I knew what you would liked and, you know, things that you'd mentioned that you'd like um, through my quick and clever uh, probing of asking <laughs> questions over the last several years. Um, I, I kind of knew what you wanted. And so I ended up buying... Two rings and then had a goldsmith combine the elements that I liked and, and they put them together, which I think is, you know, it ended up looking pretty good. It's interesting. I see another stat here. The average number of rings looked at before purchase is 26. I feel like I looked at, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's like, you know, like seriously looked at, but um, I looked at quite a few rings. And like, I, I, you didn't, like I didn't like any of them? I didn't like any of them. No, I didn't like any of them. I just didn't think any of them uh, kind of fit what you, were, what you were going for.
1: That's ladies, when you know that you have a good man is they see nothing in the store that suits them. <laughs> so they go to the lengths that they do and make the magic happen.
0: Make the magic happen. Um. So yeah, thank God that all worked out well because I know that one of the things that you told me that you yeah, this was years ago. You said, "Um, oh yeah, you should um you should make sure that you you know are are you gonna take my best friend with you to go pick out the ring or whatever." No,
1: no, I didn't say take my best friend. I said, "Are you going to text her a picture?"
0: Oh, which I didn't. I didn't. No, do. you didn't. No, no, I didn't do that at all.
1: The only um thing that you did was message your family.
0: Yes, and that was because I was I was still like I I sometimes you just want a second set of eyes on things cuz like it, it was hard for me to picture it cuz I had, you know, I I liked the center stone on one ring and I liked the band on the other ring and um the setting I wanted completely different. So for me I could kind of picture it, but I wanted to send it to um you know, my sisters and my mom because, you know, they have a better sense of these things. And I wanted them to see if they could picture, you know, what I had wanted and if that would look good. And they said, yeah. They said, yeah, it would lo- it would look great. So, anyway, ended up going with with that idea. Um So, yeah. I mean, I, like this stat over here says 61% of guys consult with their girlfriend before buying the ring. So, I mean, yeah. so it it's it seems to be a popular thing that's that guys do.
1: Well, it's funny because I never really thought about hinting you towards a ring until Like, I think your friends have such a big impact on, on you. And so many of my friends in various conversations were, said to me, oh, you have to tell him what you like. Otherwise, like, you're going to be wearing this for the rest of your life. Like, how do you know that he's going to just pick out the perfect ring if you don't give him any sort of guidance? And I thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? It's kind of true. I mean, we joke around a lot. And so it started off by us, by me joking about it. That's, I think, kind of how it all started. <laughs> it's
0: true. And every time you did bring up a joke, I would just completely like shut it down. Shut it down. But then secretly like be like taking note taking of the notes. things that, that you like. Um, uh, so the other thing that I wanted to, to ask you is if you didn't like the ring, like let's say that, you know, I had picked out this ring. And, you know, I I'd, I'd customized it the same way and I thought it was something that you liked and you didn't like it. Would you have told me that or would we have oh. gone and replaced it or or done something different?
1: Honestly, I know that typically honesty is the best policy. I don't know. I think that there's going to be various opinions out there, but I don't know like, if well, I would have, I don't know if I would have said anything to you if yeah. I didn't like it.
0: Yeah. I, th- I guess it's like, you know, I think when you accept a proposal, just, you accept like, you know, I, I mean, what if I proposed to you with, um, you know, a ring? I know that you wanted a diamond, but what if I proposed to you with a ruby? Would you have been happy with the ring? Would you have said anything?
1: oh maybe if it was (laughs) wow 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 i i I mean a diamond is a diamond a diamond is a diamond
0: so if if the ring so what you're trying to so what you're telling me is is that if it was if it was still a diamond (laughs) you wouldn't have said anything but if it was another stone that was drastically different than what you had envisioned, that you would have probably said something or you would have wanted it to be switched out?
1: Maybe. But I see, like, I wouldn't want to, like, I think like the big thing is, like, you you put time and effort into it, right? So it's like you don't want to offend, right? I know. But at the same time, I do think it says a lot about your relationship if (laughs) you I don't know like I, I like if if they don't know what you like and you genuinely don't like the ring then maybe they don't know maybe your partner doesn't know you well enough
0: maybe maybe and maybe that's maybe that's the point where you need to um Maybe that's where re-evaluate. you
1: reevaluate.
0: No, I wouldn't say reevaluate the relationship, but maybe that's that's a point where I mean you could be madly in love and just not know what someone's preference is when it comes to rings. We're still learning things about each other. Yeah, every single no, day. of course. Um, maybe that's where you you know that's where you talk to the best friend or talk to whomever and get them to kind of help guide or steer you in the right direction.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a tough one. And like you know I, I you know now to be even more meta, if I'm thinking about it, if you were to tell me that you didn't like the ring. Like if you were to tell me this ring that I got you right now, if you were to tell me that you didn't like it and you wanted to switch it up, you know, part of me would probably be like, oh man, like Yeah, you would be upset. I'd be a little upset. But at the same time, I I do understand that this is your engagement ring. This is something you've been thinking about probably most of your life. This is something that you're wearing every day. For the rest of your life. And realistically, it's something that you want to show off, right? Like it's something yeah. that you want to show, you know, your friends and family and whatever. So I would understand. And like I would I would be understanding of that. And I think I would happily go through the process of making it the ring that you want.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone who's actually been through that before.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't either.
1: I, I know I I know people who have gone and friends of mine who have gone ring shopping together. Mm-hmm. And again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. No, because that's, cool. that's that's where you get. That's where you make that, sure you that's, don't yeah, exactly. mess up
0: something that, you know, such a big, important purchase. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly.
1: But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's a tough one it because is. I, I, am the type, like I would not want to offend or upset you.
0: Yeah. So,
1: but anyways, we didn't have that problem because no, no, we didn't. I absolutely love the ring yeah. and I stare at it most of the day. I day.
0: stare at it a lot too. It's you do. quite, it's, it's, I mean, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to pat myself on the back. I think I think did, I think I did a pretty, job. I think I did a pretty decent job. Um, so, you know, while we're on that topic before we move on, um, if survey was done, surveyed some women about if they secretly didn't like the engagement ring, um, And the results showed that if it was a ring that the woman didn't like, 21% of women wouldn't say anything. They would just accept and wear Mm. it, Um, while 16% of women said they would want to change the ring. Those numbers don't add up to 100, so I'm not sure what the middle... I'm not sure what the middle... uh, Maybe the
1: rest of them were happy with the ring.
0: Maybe. I, I don't know. That's an interesting thing. But it seems like, you know, that's that's the thing. Like, it seems like there are women who wouldn't say anything. Um, and it seems that there are some women who would, uh, yeah, who would who would change it. The
1: other thing could be, too, like, it's hard in the moment, right? When you When you – it's so fresh and it's an engagement and it's happy. Like, if you didn't love the ring, you could wait a little bit, too, to say something, you know? like
0: why <laughs> why would you wait
1: well because i wouldn't want to oh like, i see upset. right like, right in the moment like, you don't want to ruin the whole like, yeah like yeah, maybe gotcha, a few months gotcha. or like if you know it's been like a year and you're literally staring at it every day and you're like oh my god i hate this ring oh
0: you'd wait a year
1: i don't know i don't know if i'd wait, wait a year. year i don't know but i'm just saying maybe you would wait a little bit before saying something
0: a year I feel like a Maybe. year, you're like, you know, if you were to wait a year, if you were to come okay. to me okay. next Maybe year on months. October 17th and say, <laughs> hey, happy birthday, by the way, uh, I think the ring you got me for our engagement, I think it sucks. I'd like it changed. I'd be okay. like, ah, uh, okay. yeah, Maybe no. Maybe not a year. Okay. Uh, Maybe a
1: couple months. Give it a couple months. Yeah. I think
0: that's a sweet spot. I think if you give it a couple months and you approach it in the right way, then yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Um, another thing is that... so. I, um, I'll read this, I'll read this stat for you here. So question was asked on the survey, should you get the father of the bride's approval? That's a very old school way of mm-hmm. asking that question. Um, 69% of men, so I get this, these are heterosexual couples. So 69% of men said they would not ask for permission. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but 50% of women think their partner should get consent beforehand. So I think what's interesting about this is, I think it's it's very old school in the sense that you're asking for permission and approval. I think that, um, I don't, I don't think that's really, that, that wasn't my mentality anyways. I, I no. told your parents, but you
1: were more telling them that I wanted, supposed, them
0: yeah, like, wanted I wanted to let them know. Like I wanted, And I wanted to get their blessing. Like I wanted them you know, to know when I wanted, like, I didn't want to propose to you. And then, you know, you call your mom and your dad and like, I was like, Hey, and, I'm engaged. Like, yeah. no, I didn't want that. Um, so I called. <laughs> I called your parents from the parking lot of Canadian Tire because (laughs) I had no other place to do it. Well,
1: and that was one of the other things where, too, one of the other hints that I was like, this is weird because he was very, very, like, I needed paper for the printer one evening. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll go to Canadian Tire and get you paper, honey, no problem. And I'm like, you're, you know, you do wonderful things for me, you know, sometimes because that's who you are but I thought you wouldn't normally just agree to go out and get me paper like that like drive 15 minutes pick up paper and come back on like a school night
0: no I, I definitely wouldn't that was so I thought so I was, like oh, I was Canadian like oh my gosh. Tired I was, pick up paper. Yeah, and I was
1: like this is so sweet of you for doing this and then like over an hour later he still wasn't home And I'm like, okay, this is really weird. And I was starting to get to the point where I was actually getting kind of worried. I'm like, what's he doing? But, and again, in the back of my mind, I'm like, maybe he's gone somewhere other than, I mean, he still brought home the paper, but maybe he was doing something else or, you know, doing something to prepare for an engagement. Like, I don't know. That did cross my mind.
0: Yeah, the way the way the way I was being so secretive about things, and the way that I was like, you know, sneaking out, and the way I was hiding my phone and stuff, and like trying to get rid of receipts and evidence and all this stuff, I swear to God, I thought that you were going to think that I was cheating on you, like hundred oh percent. I was like, you are going to get very weirded out and start asking me all sorts of questions that I'm not going to have answers to, and I don't know how I'm going to I'm going to how I'm going to deal with it. But uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it anyways, so during really, that
1: that hour and a bit that you were gone that you called my parents
0: yeah and that went that went great and like i can't imagine a scenario where i would not have told them right like i can't imagine a scenario like
1: that's that's a little bit surprising to me it is but again i think it, it is more old school to ask for permission but like i said i i think i'm surprised that more men don't just let the the girl's parents know yeah. ahead of time, just to say, "Hey, this is happening." Yeah,
0: I wonder if the question was was phrased differently, if the stats would be different. Like if it yeah. said, "Like you know, would you tell the parents or get get their blessing, or you know, or, or you know, beforehand if, if it would be different than yeah, this. Yeah, because
1: you didn't ask for permission.
0: No, no, but I wanted to tell wanted them, to and tell I them. wanted them to know, and I wanted them to you know, like like I said, I th- I think get your blessing and get approval i think those are two different things yeah in my mind in my mind anyways yeah and um yeah and i i like yeah i can't imagine a scenario where i I wouldn't have done that so i the other thing is that you know we'd we'd been together six years so you know it been longer than been just just over six years that we had since we had started dating that i had proposed to you um so you know (laughs) you knew it was coming up and you're probably getting a little antsy and you're probably, uh, you know, not, you know, like, <laughs> well, how long,
1: how long have I been bugging you about it now for like,
0: <sighs> I don't know, a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been at least the last few years where you've been you last, you know, making yeah. your hints of like, you yeah, know, like, oh, then it's this, this, this ring. and Do blah, blah, blah. you know my ring size? And blah, 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 well, whatever. and the
1: funny thing, that too, is that you like I anticipated that if there was any time that he was going to propose to me, it was going to be in the fall because he loves the fall. It's his favorite season. His birthday's in the fall. Um, And so I was like, it's, it's such a beautiful time of year. So I could totally see it happening in the fall. And I, I'm not going to lie. I even told my friends that, (laughs) like you can ask my friends. Yeah. And if anyone said like, when's when's he going to do it? When's he going to do it? Like, it's gotta be soon. And I was like, I think. If I had to guess, when it could be sometime this fall. Yeah. But then you were saying to me afterwards that you didn't even consider that it just kind it of kinda happened, happened that
0: way. And I was, way. It was, it was, I was happy that it happened that way because I knew how much you liked the fall for a wedding as well, and like you know the fall colors, everything just kind of fell into place. And like, yeah. like I said, I wasn't planning on doing it on my birthday, but when I started this whole planning process. I was like, okay, yeah, you know, the fall, the fall is perfect. This is the perfect time to, to do it this way, anyways. Um, but forty percent of engagements happen from the end of November through the end of February, so that whole holiday stretch leading up mm-hmm. to Valentine's Day, that's like the hot time for right, holiday season. Yeah, engagements and December being the most popular month with a proposal rate of nineteen percent. So nineteen percent of all that, yeah. yeah engagements happen probably at Christmas or in that holiday season. Yeah,
1: that, that definitely makes sense for sure.
0: Yeah. But anyways, backtracking a little bit, when I was talking about how long we'd been together and how antsy that you were probably getting, um, I wanted to know, would you have ever considered proposing to me? <laughs> you laugh, but realistically, there's nothing stopping you from proposing to me, you know, like it's, uh, we're in a time right now where it's becoming a little bit more normal, normalized. And I I don't, I don't see, I mean, you know, I think at first, I
1: I I, I have one of my best friends proposed to her now husband.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's awesome. And like, that's why I think like, you know, it's, it's a thing that's happening more and more, you know, it's, you know, we don't, you know, kind of throw away like some of the, you know, these, these, these gender roles and, you know, roles and and what you're expected as, you know, from who you are um, and kind of change things up. So would you have ever considered doing that?
1: I think, you know, that I'm very traditional and in that sense that I don't know if I would have, I don't know, maybe if it was like 10 years and be like, okay, come on now. So you would
0: have waited 10 years for me to propose before.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could have waited that long, but I, I think my answer is, I don't know. Like, I don't think I would have. No, I I don't think that I would do it.
0: No. So I'm
1: very traditional in that sense.
0: And I get it. So in, in 2010, 5%, Five percent, only five percent of uh, of women in in heterosexual marriages said that they had proposed. Um, and today, the most recent data, um, which is from twenty nineteen, shows it's now up to sixteen percent of women oh, wow. have proposed.
1: Yeah, that's a quite a big jump.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting too that you know fifty seven percent of women said that they would be willing to, um, and. S- 70 apparently this is a crazy statistic apparently 76 percent of men think that women should propose
1: wow yeah
0: i am not really that's that's mind-blowing to me
1: that is yeah
0: so uh, if you had proposed to me <laughs> which i now i'm learning that you wouldn't have done it because you're more traditional <laughs> in a sense but that would have mean that you would have had to have bought me an engagement ring
1: i guess so
0: and in that case, would I have had to also buy you an, an engagement ring when you proposed to me? I don't know. I don't know how that works.
1: I don't know how that works. That's,
0: I mean, I guess technically, technically, I guess I wouldn't buy you an engagement ring because if we switch roles, like if we look at ourselves right now, I'm not wearing an engagement ring, right? but you are. So I guess I would be wearing one and you wouldn't?
1: Maybe not. But maybe I get a more blingy wedding <laughs>
0: Maybe. Ring. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's probably it. Maybe you get the more blingy wedding band. And then I guess yeah. that way you go and you choose it together and that everything yeah. kind of works out that way.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh, learning so much We today. really are. We really are. We really are. Um,
1: Any last stats?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Our time is about up. But um, you know what? It's, it's very interesting. You know, you know there's, some, there's some fun facts in here. 2,000 couples get engaged at Disney World each year. Uh, Statue of Liberty is another uh, popular choice. Um, the most popular engagement ring shape is actually the shape that you have. Really? The, uh, the round, brilliant cut diamond. And oh, the wow. second place is princess cut gemstones.
1: I, owe, um, I That's interesting. I would have made the assumption that the princess cut
0: yeah yeah i can see that but at the same time too i think the round brilliant is like the more like you know like even the the emoji on the iphone is the round brilliant too right right? so i think that's the type that people most associate with and that's probably the you know what people go to right um the other interesting i mean not interesting but it makes me wonder if like your ring's gonna look out of style one day but yellow gold used to be the standard and most popular and now it's it's white gold or, or or you know that type of color oh yeah
1: absolutely i think um well my mom's rings are um yellow gold yellow gold for sure and do you remember the one thing i told you not to get me for a ring yes
0: yes you said dandelion rose gold i thought that rose gold i think i still think that rose gold looks
1: i think beautiful rose gold is beautiful but the problem with rose gold is that it is not timeless so that is the type of thing that would go out of style. Amy, you don't,
0: you don't know that though. You don't know that rose gold is not timeless. Everyone I, thought probably at the time that I yellow think it's gold because was... I
1: think it's I think rose gold is trendy. It's it's the trendy color of jewelry to have right now.
0: It is. It is, and I, maybe that's why I think it looks so nice. Is because you know it's it is the trendy thing, and you see it a lot. Um, you know and. Ads and whatnot.
1: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I love rose gold, but just I not, do too. Just not for an engagement ring. I
0: wish you liked rose gold. I would have loved to get you a
1: rose gold, <laughs> a rose gold
0: ring. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, I mean that that's 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 about it. And it's it's yeah, you know the, the whole process was was great. I had a f- fantastic time with it from start to end. You yeah, know? you really were enjoyed so, it.
1: You were so cute. Like <laughs> I swear, the whole time from. When we finally, like, got back in the car to go back to um, Toronto to, like, I don't know, I think days afterwards, all you would talk about is the ring and the it process was, that you went through with it. You know, and I it. thought it was so cute. You were so invested <laughs> and you really, really <laughs> took your time with it and you were so proud of it. I, I, I was very and, proud. And like I said, like, I said to you so many times, like... And I could still probably tear up by saying this, but you literally couldn't have picked a more perfect ring for me. Oh,
0: you're so sweet. You're so sweet when we're recording into a <laughs> microphone. It's not like this all the time, believe me. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I was very, very proud of that that purchase. I thought I did, you know, I thought I did a really good job, and I really, like I said, I really enjoyed doing it from beginning to end. It was, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um. And yeah I think that that brings us to the end of things. We are about out of time. Is there anything else uh you know that you that you that we didn't touch on that you want to touch on?
1: I don't think so.
0: I think we think we ran the gamut on most of the on most of the 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 the, the interesting kind of sidebars attached to this
1: yeah
0: um yeah, so I mean uh yeah, join us next time, guys. Thanks so much for listening if you listen to you know the whole thing.
1: Yeah, um, hopefully we can make this a, a regular thing—a weekly, hope that, a weekly podcast. I this hope is that our we do. first ever podcast. Yeah, and I think it went pretty well.
0: This is also the longest conversation we've ever had together, ever. Not <laughs> true. Not true. Think about when we, we never first, talk.
1: Think about when we first started dating. Remember our thing that we did? We would like close out restaurants. This is, I mean, oh yeah, like that's a, true. Side, a side fact, that is very true. We did. But when we first started dating, and we would go to restaurant like i swear it happened every single time we went on a date and we would always we would talk for so long that we would close down the restaurant yeah
0: i know the poor i felt bad for the poor servers who were just there like wanting to go home after a long shift and me and you were talking about god knows what
1: yeah
0: oh man and now we communicate via sending each other tiktoks and uh and text messages of memes it's funny how all relationships advance that's that's the modern relationship that's the modern millennial relationship is what that We're is. We're mid millennials. We determine mid-millennials. that mid millennials. Mid millennials. Anyways. All right. Well, do you want to do you want to end this one off?
1: I don't really know what to say <laughs> to end it off, but we hope that you tune in to hopefully next week's mm-hmm. episode. I don't know quite yet what it's going to be, but we hope to see you again on the White Chocolate Mocha podcast
0: look at that all right take care guys thanks for thanks for listening bye. bye.